Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP Radio. Well, 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 it is me, it is me, it is Michael D. Mullins broadcasting live from the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. It is a beautiful fall evening here in North Carolina, and it is a beautiful December cold winter where Crystal is up in uh, the greater greater Canada, but we have a great show for you here tonight, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the show if I didn't take my cruise into the DDP Radio Megaplex VIP parking spot. I get the red carpet rolled out for me. I walk through that front door, and because I don't like to walk in alone, I, I hire talent to sing my way up the elevator, and I look in the corner, and Barbara Streisand is in the memory <laughs> and uh, I ride that elevator all the way up to the tippy top floor of the tippy top part of the tallest building in all of North Carolina. I get out, the carpet rolls out the elevator, I climb. I make the ascension. Yeah, all this I get help with, but this part I do alone because I'm the guy who goes up rung by rung on top of the radio tower, on top of the building, and I look to the great white north and on the tranquil hilltop on top of the mountain. On top of the mountain, on top of Mount Ontario, dusted with white snow, there's a burning fire coming from the house, and that fire is the heartbeat of DDP radio. It breaks out the windows, it breaks out the door, connects with the radio tower, boom, blow it to the world. Crystal, how are you? <laughs> Man, these are just one of me. They're becoming my favorite part of the entire show. Oh, my goodness. Um, just when you think I can get more ridiculous. Right? Back in the game. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's too oh, much fun. Well, I'm going to have to send Babs out of here so I can do the show. Look to you, Barbara. Um, but uh, <laughs> how are you this week? I'm okay. It's starting to get cold here. We're down to single, single digits at night, but, you know, nothing we're not used to. So, you know, all is good. And Canadian Thanksgiving's coming up. That sounds lovely. I forget you guys have a different Thanksgiving than us. And I just want to say that I had my favorite shop teacher in high school had single digits too. Um, missing a lot of fingers. <laughs> 
Well, it is way too early to be off the rails this much, so I'm going to reel myself in right? for a minute. Happy, uh, happy Canadian Thanksgiving coming up, or as you guys Thank call you. it, Thanksgiving. Yes, <laughs> next week. Next week, awesome. Awesome. Uh, Katie and I are, are going to be traveling uh, closer to you. Uh, we're going to be up in New oh. Hampshire to visit family ne- next week. We're going oh, up for cool. the week to, to see family. It's been a while since I've been back home. So uh, New Hampshire is right over the border. So basically, if I stick my finger out far enough, we could E.T. over the border, just like uh, Elliot, um, because uh, we're right Bring over there. So, uh, it'll... <laughs> oh, I'll need one. I'm not used to that New Hampshire cold yet. Yep. But um, yeah, all right, true story. let's reel it in and let's get down to business. What we do here is we share stories from inspirational people who are the warrior of the week. We feature every single week, and we feature people that are walking the walk, talking the talk, inspiring the GDPY nation. And uh, we tell stories, and with those stories and with people's uh, suffering and with people's triumphs, uh, inspires people to you know look within themselves and recognize part of those stories and change their own lives. And uh, without any further ado, Crystal, I know you have an awesome guest booked for us tonight. You're deep in the trenches of the DPY universe, pulling out the most inspirational, best stories, and I hear tonight is no different. So let's find out what's behind door number three. And Crystal, who we got going on tonight? So tonight's Warrior of the Week is my friend and fellow Canadian, Jane Gilmore. So tonight's Warrior of the Week is amazing. I mean, her story is incredible. She is certainly a well-respected member of the increasingly large community we have here, and we are proud to have her as a guest tonight on GDP Radio. In reading Jane's story, it is apparent that her journey has not always been easy or pain-free, which most of us can relate to. Her story is very reminiscent of you are only broken if you decide to stay that way. Sometimes you are going to be required to go through some stuff first that way. You will appreciate the good things more when they start to happen to you. So tonight's Warrior of the Week is my friend Jane Gilmore. So welcome her to the show, please. Hi, Crystal and Mike. How are you? Hi, Jane. Hey, Jane. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. I. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I'm excited to talk to you, and I appreciate you taking the time to come out and uh, and talk to us. And, I appreciate uh, you guys well, having me on. Oh, our pleasure. And um, we don't have any standard formula. We don't have any prepared questions for the most part. We all get, just get to know each other on the air and keep it natural and keep the conversation going. But we always start out with one standard question. Uh, you're this week's DDPY Warrior of the Week, and a warrior is a superhero, and a superhero needs an origin story. So tell us how you got to this point, and what made you take the plunge and, and try DDPY for the first time and uh, get started on this uh, crazy journey. Okay. Well, actually, my story starts 16 years ago today. I herniated my first disc in my lower back while working my job at the kennel. It was a day that I'll never forget. I didn't know you could, a body could feel that much pain just with one wrong move. But I kept working that day, and I dealt with everything that needed to be done, and then just throughout the years, the injuries just kept happening. I was in a car accident in 2012, and I damaged four discs in my neck and two more, or three, I saw, yeah, four in my neck, and I had two new ones in my back. 
I had spinal stenosis and nerve impingement, all from just being a passenger in the vehicle at the wrong time on the highway. Then a few years after that, I fell, my, my back gave out, and I fell, and I damaged my knee, dislocated it, had a few fractures, tore the cartilage. And then in 2017, I broke my ankle, tore a couple tendons and ligaments. 2018, 13 months later, I broke a different bone in the same ankle and completely tore the tendons and ligaments and then had to have surgery on it in September of 2019. So it, it took me, I wasn't allowed to walk for six weeks after the surgery, but then I had to learn how to rewalk again. So all my injuries were flared up and angry at that point. So I was doing physio and it, it was helping, but not really. Then COVID happened. Physio shut down and I still couldn't walk. I was still relying on an ankle brace. I couldn't do stairs. I couldn't walk my dogs. I couldn't play with my friend's kids. I was just miserable. So being a, I've been a wrestling fan for years. I've heard a lot about DDPY. Friends had told me about it. I was always like, I'm never that yoga. I'm not that yoga person. It didn't appeal to me, but I was desperate. So in May of 2020, I decided to give it a go, and it was the best thing I've ever done. It did more for me than any doctor or physio or mm. anything I'd ever done in the past did. I can't, like, it, it was a life-changing thing for me to start doing it. I did it. My ankle got better, and then I kind of fell off the rails. I was like, okay, well, I don't need to do it as often. I'll just do it every once in a while. But then my other injuries started to flare back up. Like, I couldn't brush my hair without pain. I couldn't hold a pen. I was just starting to get miserable again. So I started back up, and then I realized that if I start, if I did something every day, even just like a gentle stretch, I felt better. And today is 778 straight days of doing something for me. And I've never been happier. I don't wow. ever plan on stopping. Yeah. Wow. That, that's <laughs> incredible. Congratulations. Thank I, you. I, I want to touch on this real quick. You know, there's a lot of people, you know, I'm the kind of guy, I get like an infection or strep throat or something, and my doctor would hand me an antibiotic. And my wife's always like, make sure you take all of them, finish the whole antibiotic. By day four, day three, my strep throat's feeling better. So I just stopped taking antibiotics, you know, even though it's helping, it's doing the job. I'm like, oh, I feel better. No need to take this anymore. And then, it, you know, it comes back. There's a lot of people when they're doing the DDPY for the first time, it's that cold slap in the face that I got to keep doing this because you start feeling better. So you're like, oh, I don't need to do it every day. And then slowly but surely the pain starts creeping in again. And you realize it's like a, it's a daily, it's a daily uh, medication. You got to do that every day. That was it. That was the point. I couldn't get over how bad I was starting to feel again. And then I was like, wait, when I did it, I just felt better. So let's do it again. And yeah. So it was just something. Jane, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I apologize. No, go ahead. Um, I was just going to ask, what do you think the biggest thing is that pain taught you? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. It taught me just to be in tune with my body. Like, I had to listen to it, which is probably the hardest thing for me to do. Because, I mean, I went from working three jobs down to zero. I couldn't work. I couldn't hang out with my friends. I couldn't do, like, my my animals are my life. I worked at an animal hospital and a board and kennel, and I was going to be a vet. And I couldn't even take care of my dogs the same way I wanted to. So it, ter- it taught me that I had to just listen to my body and do what I could do, I guess. Yeah. No, it yeah. makes sense. 
I mean, sometimes the easiest person to ignore is yourself. Until the pain speaks really loud, I mean, sometimes we don't even pay attention to it. So No, that was me. I was definitely, I just pushed and pushed and pushed. Yep. Yeah. You're having you're having one setback after the other at this time. Like besides the pain, it's got to be just emotionally defeating. Oh well, yeah, just, I've lost my know. 20s to pain. Yeah, that's that's wow. a pretty profound statement. Yeah, I was 19 when I I had just turned 19 in July and I herniated my back in October. So like wow. I just like my entire 20s were just a time a decade of my life just gone. Yeah, I, I've never had the you know chronic pain to the point where it was long term. But you know, I've had there's been bouts of you know shoulder surgeries and, and those type of things. And not only does it just like take your physicality, your life, it zaps your joy because you become yeah. grumpy and grouchy, and people don't understand it, and it's hard to explain. Well, that, it's not you, it's me. That was it. I got judged numerous times for how my face looked because I didn't look happy, even though I had pushed myself to go out places and do things. I mean, I was there, I was enjoying it, but I couldn't hide the pain anymore. There were just certain mm-hmm. times where it was just easier to stay home than go out and have to explain what was wrong. So, I mean, I missed out on a lot of opportunities. I mean, it's interesting because one of the key phrases in our circle of friends here is suck it up, buttercup. And boy, oh boy, let me tell you, it's one thing to suck everything up when you're around everyone, but when you're alone and you fall apart, I mean, that's not right. I mean, no. And I mean, I had friends tell me, oh, it's just a pulled muscle, you'll get better, or you're just overreacting, or you just, you just need to lose weight, or you just need to get more active, like not realizing that it just took me like an hour to dry my hair just to be able to come outside. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Everyone suddenly turns into doctors and has the answers yeah. for you. Well, that's it, right? Yeah, and I mean, my, when I herniated my first back, it was bad enough that the surgeon said that if I had surgery, there was a 90% chance I was going to end up in a wheelchair. Whoa! So I wasn't even a good candidate for surgery, so I was just, you know, I'll deal with the pain, thanks. There's got to be a point in all of this where you start to become hopeless, and that's the saddest yeah. place to be. I mean, you that think was every time you're probably... Home. So when you're feeling like that, like, you know, just grasping for any kind of sense of normalcy, you don't, it's like, I've been to the point where you don't even want life to be good. You just want it to be stable. You know, you, yeah. you'll accept it stable at that point. And you're just getting injury after injury. And you think that, you know, you can't pile any more on me. And then another thing happens, you know, how do you kind of, you know, push forward and, and find something like to help when you're that hopeless and when you kind of, discover that DDPY might be something you could do, how did that, you know, affect your life? Like, how did you move forward with that while still feeling so much pain? Well, thankfully, I have, I have a couple dogs that are my life, so they kept me going when the pain was the worst. Well, stupidly enough, I thought it was a smart idea to foster a pregnant dog a couple months after I herniated my first back, the, the first disc in my back. So as I say to this day, that 16 years ago, it was the best and worst decision of my life because I had eight puppies I had to take care of. I had to clean them. I had to socialize them. I had to do stuff. But it was, I mean, I was so highly medicated back then that I'd fall asleep in the middle of the cage, just right in the middle of cleaning them. It It was bad. But, I mean, that dog is still going strong. She'll be 16 in December, 
and she's been my rock through all of the injuries. She's been my, like, if I can't play with her, she's right there beside me. If I'm having a bad day, she's licking my tears. She's, her, her name is Angel, and she's lived up to her name Angel. every day of her life. Then when I started doing DDPY, the more, the better I felt, the more I could do things. And then I got out more, which was definitely helpful for me because I had been in the house for so long. Being, I'm now in my like I'm now 35, so it's hard to always just the friends I had weren't always the most supportive people. So I had to get out and meet new people. So I'm now in. I have a great group of friends. They they they're pushing me to be better. They're pushing me to see how far I can go and what else I can do. Like. But I mean, there there were some really low points in my life. It's I hard mean, to look do, back on those days. Doing the research on you, Jane, um, it, it there is a very clear line of where you were existing, your situation, like you were just going through the paces and trying to do the best you can with what you got. And, yeah. Right then, there's that whole change where you kind of grab the bull by the horns and just kind of did it. And I'm so proud of you. I'm Thank so you. Proud of you. Like I hate saying this, but in a way, COVID was good for me. Like I felt like it was a horrible thing that happened. But if it wasn't for Canada locking down, I wouldn't have started DDPY. I wouldn't right. have had the every day at home just to focus on the program and focus on physically and mentally healing from everything because I would have just kept living life the way I was, not realizing that there was a better way to live. I mean, COVID was a blessing for a lot of us because it boiled down to two choices. You can recommit or quit. And yeah, I mean, really it's that cut and dry. So yeah, that's exactly it. I'd used it to my benefit and it paid off in ways that I still uh, can't quite understand how I'm just so much better than I ever was. I remember when, when the COVID stuff happens, you know, Crystal, we were talking on this show and, and we're like, you know, this is going to be a make or break moment. This is a horrible situation yep. and, and nobody wishes this to happen. But there's never going to be another time in our adult lives where we have this much time to ourselves to commit to bettering ourselves. And you can use it to sit on the couch and watch Netflix all day, every day, and you know, or you can use it to take this rare opportunity of time to do something. And yeah. some people did and some people didn't. But I don't think it's wrong to find positive and negative spaces either. I think that's I think there it would be a waste if we all used that to just crumble and just woe is me. You know, some people found it to pick themselves up and change their lives and I think that's a beautiful sentiment. Yeah. I mean it yeah, like it was a horrible time and people lost their lives. But yeah, like I mean I always I try to always look on the positive. I try to find the bright side in any situation. I find that helps me a lot just to try to be positive. It doesn't always work, but I try to. I mean, uh, it's a, a lot better to write, to look on the bright side of things. Always. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, especially nowadays in, in modern society, the default mechanism is always to go negative. Take something in the news and make it negative. Take a story and make it negative. And, you know, I fell down those rabbit holes at times. You know, you, you just get cynical and jaded. But, like, 
if you can form something in a positive way, it makes your heart positive. It makes your demeanor positive. It makes your your intentions positive, and it changes the way you look at life and, therefore, how life treats you. Yeah. Yeah, like it's yeah, like it's just been like it's a, like I still like I look back to where I was when I started, like when COVID happened. I was I was miserable. Like I was like, well, two weeks before I had my surgery, my family doctor told me that the surgery was a waste of time. That I was still going to be in pain for the rest Whoa. of my life, and I was just wasting my surgeon and my time. But I trusted my surgeon. He was the top in Ontario. He was like he was confident he could do it. But when physio shut down and I was still couldn't walk, I was like, did I make a bad mistake? Because now from using the crutches, my neck had flared up even worse than it had been in a long time. I was like, did I make that mistake? Because everything just hurt so bad from having to keep my leg elevated for six weeks, not walking, not being able to move. It was a rough time. But I mean, like, I don't, I honestly don't know why I just decided to do DDVY. It was just like a, it was on sale and I was like, what's the harm, right? Like, no one's going to know if this doesn't work. It's, it'll just be another failed thing that I did to try to help but didn't work, and luckily it didn't fail. It did, like, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm in the best, even with all my injuries, I'm in the, I'm in better shape now than I was before the injuries. Sometimes we don't need pain? profound reasons. Yeah. Sometimes it's just Jane, the randomness of it all. Jane, what's your pain level at now? Ten being the worst, probably a one, if that. Some days. Wow, that's incredible. Before DDPY, I was going to the chiropractor once or twice a week, if that, just to get by. Like if I knew I had a plan on a weekend, I would go on like Thursday or Friday, just to make it on like my plan for the Saturday or Sunday, and then I'd be back to the chiropractor on Monday. I've been once, I think, since July. I went at the beginning of July, and then I went this week. So I'm not oh, even going back to him as much as I need. Like, it's, yeah, like, it's, like, my pain is just, I mean, my one friend invited me to go for a hike a couple weeks ago, and I agreed to it. We did four hours, the first hike ever, in, like, 15 years, and we did, like, 16 kilometers, I think it was, in four hours. And I come home, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to be sore tomorrow. I mean, I was stiff. But like I was raring to go. Like I got up, did my did my stretch with Paige and went on with my day. Like it was amazing. We've done two of those hikes now. And I'm keeping up wow. with her. You're so amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Pain pain is often an albatross to just you carry it around and it just weighs you down over time. And one of the beautiful things is is the people who are able to free themselves from that and experience that weight being lifted it opens up a whole new world for you. How did that open up your life and change your life, being able to just lift that pain off your shoulders? When I was in pain, I couldn't keep up with my friends. And they always, like, made fun of me. They always made rude comments. They always, like, made it seem like I wasn't good enough, that I was never going to be able to accomplish anything. Now I see that they were wrong. The pain didn't define who I am, and I can accomplish things. I can do hard things. I've stepped out of, like, well, even just tonight, this is stepping royally out of my comfort zone. I, I hate talking on the phone. I hate talking about my injuries because of the way people have talked about me and, like, behind my back and to my face about them. So the fact that I don't have to put my injuries first anymore, if I want to go do have fun, 
I can just go have fun. That's the biggest thing for Beautiful. me is I can just I just feel like me again. And I haven't felt and like the me. Best part, the best part Oh, sorry. I, I haven't just felt saying like the me best in about part 15 of, years. And the best part of having to talk about this story now too is you know, you don't like to talk about it, but now you get to talk about it with a happy ending. Well that's pretty yeah. special. That yeah, and that's the big thing for me. Yeah. Like it is it is happy. And I never thought I would get to this point. I never I mean, thought I'd... Jane, the Sorry, best part about being the best part about being broken, that's how the light gets in. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't have to the biggest thing for me is I don't have to fake being happy anymore. I just am. <laughs> I, I can look like I look forward to like spending time with my friends and doing things. Like it's just it's just nice for me to be happy again. Well, that's beautiful. I'm I'm so happy for you, and I'm, and I'm proud of you. Thank you. And it's, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Like when you're in that position, you know, even though it's worth it, starting something like this is intimidating and it's hard work. And yeah. yeah. Well, did you find yourself surprising yourself in your commitment? Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. Like because I started in a chair because I was so nervous about my ankle, and then when I saw like Garrett doing his roundhouse and all these, I was like. That's never going to happen. What are you talking My body's <laughs> never going to be able to do that. And now roundhouse is one of my favorite moves. Oh, I, I and I, when nice I do my roundhouse, all. I stand on my broken ankle, like my surgically repaired ankle, just to prove that I can do it. Uh, wow. I mean, I'm watching that's like, amazing, I that's one of Paige's workouts. Oh, I did not like her at all. I was like, <laughs> what tissue? You haven't been that broken. You don't have those injuries because that's unhuman what you were doing. Uh-huh. And now, like, Paige is, like, my favorite person to work out with every day. Like, I look forward to her workouts. Yeah, and she's I mean, been oh. broken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, she, yeah. Yeah. She's yeah, definitely she's tough. A, I, I got to spend time with her for the for the first time, like, for a long period of time, a couple weeks ago when I was down there uh, for, the, for the party, Garrett's party. And what an amazing person. And... You look at her and you think she's had a charmed life. She probably, you know, she came up, had all the best opportunities, never had any struggle because she's physically fit, she's beautiful. And then you hear her story and it makes you fall in love with her even more because she's been one of those people that worked really hard to get her, get herself back on track and get, get here. And there's no better inspirational story, I think, in the DDPY universe than hers. It's just absolutely magnificent. And well, that's it. And it helped me so much to know that she's had those injuries and overcome them. To know that, like, the DDPY community is so nice to know that you're not alone with your injuries or with the pain that you have. Like, it's just, we all have different backgrounds, but we all have that one goal. It's just to better ourselves and support each other in that process, which is really nice. Because I've tried working out in the past. I've tried doing things, but it never worked because there wasn't that community behind it. There wasn't the support which I think is the, one of the biggest helps to this program is just the support of everybody. Yeah, I agree. And Crystal uh, started, uh, you know, when she decided to come up with a Warrior of the Week segment here, um, you know, I wasn't sure how it would be every week because Dallas was running things a different way on the show at the time, and we had like a set. And we started realizing that all the inspiration and all the help isn't coming from us telling you what you should do or what you, moves you should try to work on or what positions. It comes from people just sharing their stories. There's something 
so inspirational in somebody who you can see parts of yourself in achieving what you thought you never could. It opens yeah. up a door to, to hope and to, uh, to just dream again. You know, a lot of people in this community have been very, very broken. And there's a lot of people lot who are just as broken as they are and inspire people to just try. Yeah, and that's I love reading the stories. It was hard to talk, like, post in the group at first because being shy, but, like, just reading the group and being a part of that group was ama- is still daily amazing. Like I, like, I love going through it. Like, I start my day going through and just reading some of the posts to see what people are up to because it's just so I mean, inspiring. One of the quotes that instantly comes to my mind when I think back over my journey here is um you know just because I can't do it today doesn't mean I can't do it tomorrow or that I'll never be able to do it. I just got to keep at it. Yeah. That's yeah. it, slow and steady, right? Like you don't have to do yeah. move mountains, but you just do that slow and steady every day, you will see a difference. Absolutely. I mean, like I look back at my pictures from when I started, and I honestly, like, I'm glad I have them, but I hate looking at them because I just, I see misery, like, I see how miserable I was. I see the pain. I see just, I'm tired. I'm unhappy. Like, it's just, it just, it wasn't me in those photos. Now I'm smiling. I'm happy. I can, it only takes me a couple minutes to get all six photos done instead of, like, oh, how am I going to do this? This is going to hurt. Like, it's, it's, those pictures mean everything to me now to have those. You know, it's kind of funny because the conversation you have with yourself when you're younger to the conversation you're having with yourself now when you've accomplished something that is incredibly hard. I mean, it it's so different. I mean, it's like night and day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean... Yeah, like at 19, I mean, everybody was telling me, like doctors were like, oh, you're never going to be able to lift over 10 pounds. You're never going to be able to do this. You're never going to be. And I've proved every single doctor and every single so-called friend wrong. Like, I mean, it's just every day I'm noticing an improvement and I'm stronger and I'm more flexible and I'm happier and, yeah. Let's be realistic here, too. There's, you know, you read your your list of injuries and you read your list of, pain in in your procedures and everything you've had done, there's a whole hell of a lot of people with those kind of injuries that never recover. They they end up in a wheelchair. They end up having to take painkillers for the rest of their lives. Their quality of life is very, very bad. And, you know, you could have easily have been one of those people that just resigned to giving up and just realizing you're overwhelmed by all the pain and, and the suffering and just accepts that now I'm in a wheelchair and my quality of life is bad. There's a lot of people in that situation that would have been there. And the fact that you fought so hard for yourself is, is, is fascinating. It's, it's beautiful and it's, it's incredible. Thank you. There was a time when I basically did just think that was my, my, going to be my life. Like when the back was bad and the neck was at its worst. When I started DDPY, I really just thought it would help my ankle. I just thought, okay, well, if I can just get back to where I was before the surgery, I'll be happy. As long as I can walk upstairs to do the cat litter boxes, 
my life will be okay. That's all I really cared about. I didn't realize that it would help my neck. It would help my back. It would help me with the nerve damage, like to be able to hold a pen and write stuff down, to be able to do my hair, to be able to, well, a couple of weeks ago, I was helping friends, all my friends are wrestlers, and I was helping put the ring together, and my one friend was at the one end of the board, and she's like, squat. And without even a hesitation, we both just squatted down and stood back up, and I kept on going. And then it was after the fact, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I did that. Without even, like, there wasn't even, like, a hesitation. I was like, I've got this. Down, up we went, and off we went. But, like, before, I wouldn't have been able, like, even just going to watch my friends wrestle took me out for, like, a week. It was just too much for me to be in there and cheering and laughing. But now I'm like, a couple weeks ago, I photographed a whole show for a fellow DDPY warrior and DDPY instructor and had a blast doing it. Yeah, Brian White. Yeah. Yeah. That was an amazing day. There were some happy tears (laughs) when I got to the bathroom after that because I was like, it was the first show that I had done in years where it was fun and I wasn't in pain. I thought the other shows were fun, but doing this one showed me, I'm like, no, this was fun because there's not pain involved. I'm not in pain afterwards. It was really nice. Wow. It's freedom. It's freedom. Yeah. That's it, right? Yeah. Like, I know I can keep up with my friends. I know I can... I'm not have to worry, be like, oh, go ahead without me. I'll catch up or... I have to be like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. I'll have to let you know. Like, I can I can make plans and I can stick to them. But, I mean, there was a time. That's beautiful. Back, back when I hurt my back, like, the doctors here, they didn't care. They just prescribed Percocets nonstop. Uh-huh. And, I mean, there was a point where I don't react well to them. I get very depressed when I'm on them. But I also was afraid to get off of them. So I was at that wrong spot where I was having bad thoughts. I knew they weren't normal and they needed to get off, but I was scared to get off of them because I didn't want the pain to come back full force. So it's taken, it took me a while to like realize, I'm like, no, I can't be on this. Dealing with the pain full force is better than how I feel on them. And that's happened twice that they've gotten me addicted to pain pills. The doctors did. I mean, I, I can only from my experience but I had a conversation with one of my neurologists one time and he said well you know I'm a doctor of you know blah 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 and I've got all these certificates on my wall and I just looked at him point blank and I said you know what just because you have something hanging on your wall doesn't mean you're what for me I'm exactly what's best for me and yeah. you you recognize that in your own story if there was anyone who was going to get you well it was going to be you and that's commendable it's really amazing thank you because everybody's looking for a crutch I shouldn't say everybody but a lot of people are looking for a crutch and when COVID happened everybody was okay until they weren't yeah and then nobody knew what to do but then, you know, there was us as a group of DDPers out in the world. It was just another opportunity, another dimension to success and well-being. That's exactly it. Yeah, like it's it's just an amazing community to be a part of. Like I can't yeah. say enough good things about everyone in that group. 
and I'm lucky I've gotten to meet a couple of them face-to-face now, and it's just been so nice to meet them in person and talk and laugh mm. and get to know each other. Yeah. You know, what, part of uh, getting all this under control is it takes probably a bleak future and kind of brightens it up and opens it up. What do you want to do from here? Now that you've got this freedom in your body, you know, freedom of your health, feeling good, any goals or anything you want to do? You want to see the world? You want to be an instructor? Or like, what is it that you're looking for after, you know, achieving this? I've thought about becoming an instructor. I just don't know if I'm that open. Like, standing in front of everybody and having them watch me do it kind of freaks me out a little bit because I am still shy. So, I mean, it's something in the back of my mind, but I definitely, I'm thinking about going back to school. I want to try to find a job that I can do because, I mean, I hate not working. I loved my jobs. I would have, I honestly would have paid them to let me work at the animal hospital. Like, I, it was the ever for me. And I just want to, like, enjoy my life. I want to make memories. I want to, you know, maybe start dating again for the right guy that will be understanding because none of my guys were understanding in the past. That was just something I'd given up on because they couldn't, they didn't like that I was injured. They did, they were, it was just too much for people. So now it's just, it's just basically I'm just taking it day by day and seeing what happens and what I can do because each day I feel better. So each day I'm like, okay, well, let's, I'm just trying to figure out what I want to go back to school for. I think that's incredible because you're making daily deposits into the bank of you, and that's amazing. It's still this – I'm still at this, like, it's unreal for me that it's only been, like, three years, and I'm doing so much better. Like, it still just kind of feels like a dream, in all honesty, that, like, I wake up in the morning and I'm not in pain. Like, I'm stiff and I'm sore, but it's not like, oh, here we go. Like, it's just going to, like, take me too much to do anything today. So it, it, well, I'm I'm enjoying it, but it's still like it doesn't seem quite real that this is my life again. Yeah, I have a a little bit of a um, advice. Uh, open up your heart, open up your minds, take it every day as it comes, and just be willing to take opportunities and chances and moments, and don't plan everything out, but let life fall into place with an open heart. And uh, I that's think what I'm gonna, doing. Just you're going to be pretty awesome. No, thank you. That yeah, that's how I live my life. Just whatever happens, happens. I'm just enjoying the ride wow. at this point. I love it. I love it. Now, you know, obviously, you talked about you're, you're involved in the DDPY community. Has there anybody in particular out there that you are, you know, inspired by or have been working with who encouraged you? Uh, everyone usually in this community has a couple people they lean on. Who are some of those people for you? Brian White has definitely been a huge help knowing like because well he has herniated discs too so seeing what he's accomplished and like him helping like letting me to take the photography again and letting me be a part of the wrestling show and being just supportive diane wilson the 73 year old health nut i mean she inspires me every day seeing what she can accomplish like it's and she's so sweet like even this morning she messaged me to wish me good luck today and wants to talk later to see how it went like they're just melissa with her like whatever, like, with how much she's doing and how much her body's changed. Like, there's just, everybody has been so inspiring and helpful without even realizing it, just seeing their posts. Like, it's, there's just so, like, every single person has inspired me some way or another in this group. 
it's amazing. Like Stephanie has been a big help with her fast track coaching last year. She kept me on track when I got sick. I ended up with COVID, and I was able. But because of her, I was. I didn't. I definitely slacked off a little bit, but I kept going. I didn't just quit entirely like I would have. There's just every day somebody's inspiring me with a post or a little comment that they make. It's, it's hard to just pick one or two people because everybody is just so inspiring. That's amazing. I, I bet your friends and family are, impla- are impressed, right? Oh, they are. The last time I saw my family, we hadn't seen each other for like a couple months and then like a year, and they were shocked at the difference. Like, they just can't get over it. How much, how much weight I've lost, how much like better I look, just happy. Like I'm just, they just know that my smiles aren't fake anymore. They're real. It's really hard on families going through that, you know, too, with you. And, and it's hard to see someone you care about suffer. And it's hard they to were, approach them about it and talk to them about it. I mean, I have the best family. I have, like, they're really supportive. But there wasn't really anything they could do, right? They just had to mm-hmm. be there for me. Like, they tried to help, but there wasn't anything that anybody could do. It was just something I had well, to basically talk, learn to live with. You were talking about the six pictures earlier and uh, taking those pictures, and it's incredible to see all all the before and afters and the weight loss and the fitness, but the true, I always say the true before and after is in the eyes. When you look at the before and after day one to to now, you look at the person's eyes, and it'll tell you the true transformation. And, uh, you know, Crystal sharing some of the the before and afters, there's a spark in your eye that that I see, and... It, that's where the true testament to change is is noticeable. Thank you. Yeah, like I that yeah, like I just it it's still weird for me to be just this happy. Because I mean, it, I went so long with just not being happy and just faking it when I was out and about in per like out in public when I did hang out with friends. It was a lot for me to fake it. I remember the one day I was babysitting for my best friend and her she had three she has three kids and her youngest she wanted me to do something and I was like oh I'm old and I'm broken I can't do that and she comes over hugs me and she's like you're not old and broken and it meant the world to me because but I couldn't I couldn't get down on the floor and play with them like I wanted to I couldn't do the things that like I wanted to do mentally but physically I knew if I did it I was going to pay for it and I just couldn't make myself do it but now like i mean i'm playing with my friend's kids i'm i'm doing things that i never even thought possible that's amazing the the feeling of helplessness is 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 dark place to be and if somebody's here listening tonight and they're thinking yeah she did it but i don't think i you know that's not in my cards i don't think i can do that i'm not that person what do you tell somebody who's feeling helpless and looking for that spark to, uh, oh, you to ignite in their life. You definitely can't just take it slow. Just start out like one day, and then you know if it's too hard for you to do it every day, do it every other day or every couple of days. Just start out small and listen to your body. As Dallas says, if it like it's going to be uncomfortable, but if it's causing you pain, don't do it. There will be a day where it doesn't cause pain. But I mean, if you like it, it is definitely a program for every single person, and it will definitely like make it your own. I mean, there's days where I have to change moves because I'm like, I can't do that today, but the next day I will be able to do it. So just listen to your body and give it a try. 
you have nothing to lose by just giving it a try. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, to wrap things up, um, Crystal always has an awesome question that I think is really telling and, and Crystal knows the question, so I'm going to have her ask it, but I think it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see your perspective. So the question Mike is referring to is what would new James tell old James? Oh, it gets better. You'll have a life that you've never even dreamed of. Oh, sweetie. Yeah, yeah. You'll have the best of friends, and you'll be having the time of your life. Sometimes in that moment, just hearing that is is everything because it gets it gets dark. And nobody pulled you out of that. Nobody saved you. Nobody, you know, placed you in this pl- in this place. You worked your ass off to get here, and that's why you're our warrior of the week this week. And that's why we're proud of you, and we're we're inspired by you. And I'm really excited to see where your future takes you. And I think your story is going to help a lot of people uh, tonight and down the road. So thank you so much thank for, you, for uh, sharing yourself with us. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Uh, you know I think you're the best, Jane. Oh, I think you're the best, too. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Crystal, you said I was the best. Now I'm feeling the, this is a heel turn if I've ever seen one. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you uh, so much, uh, Jane Gilmore, everybody, for, for being on the show tonight. And thank you, Crystal, for, for always bringing us such amazing, inspiring stories. You're so great at what you do. Uh, the Canadian invasion here on DDP radio. And uh, I love it. And uh, if you guys get a chance, uh, check out Jane's story. Um, she's, she's an incredible inspiration to the DDPY community. And just one of those examples of people who, you know, you seem, you feel rock bottom and you see you're feeling rock bottom underneath you and you think that it can't get any lower. But in that moment you pull yourself up and you, uh, you, you really fight to save your life, to save your happiness, to save your, yourself. And uh, I love uh, these kind of stories, and I, and I love hearing from you, and I hope you'll come back and check with, with us sometime in the future and uh, oh, let us know to. how you're doing. I would love to. Thank you. Oh, no uh, problem. And uh, uh, Crystal? Uh, yes. Um, you know what? I, I, I'm kind of wrapping up a little early tonight. I was looking at the clock wrong. <laughs> Sorry about that. Right. Um, <laughs> so, well, anyways, so, so let, let me just uh, let me stall for a minute, Crystal. What do you have anything you want to uh, to uh, to ask uh, Jane before we got about ten more minutes? I sorry, I was looking at the wrong clock. <laughs> right. I I was Jane when I was flying back from a summit um, one time and a quote kind of hit me, you know, cause I was flying at night and I looked out the window and I was just thinking and DDPY has never been about the size of your ass. It's about getting your head out of it. <laughs> I love that. Oh, I love there you that. go. And I mean, it's very much true because I know for me, my biggest, you know, Oh, my biggest critic is always me. And I'm always my hardest judge, and I'm the most difficult person to myself, not to everyone else. So that quote kind of came to me, and it kind of went, okay, you need to knock it off and just do 
what everybody else has been doing. It's not about how hard my journey has been. It's about progressing to, to my my victory. Yeah. And that is, we are always our biggest critics. Oh, are we ever? But it's hard not to be because we live with us every day. Like, we're in our heads. It's hard not to be. COVID was hard for that for me. Yeah. You know, what I, I've, I found really helps with me being, you know, my biggest critic is living in complete delusion. Like in my mirror, I'm six <laughs> feet seven and ripped, long, flowing blonde hair. You know, the reality is a lot uglier than, than the delusion. So I like to live in the delusion. <laughs> See, I always got to take a nice moment and ruin it. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, oh, I had well, something, but it's gone. <laughs> I have that effect on people. <laughs> oh. So, well, we um, we, we definitely want to have you back in, in touch base and, and find out where you're going and stuff. But if you have, you know, sometimes the hardest part isn't so much achieving your goal, but it's a post, you know, achieving your goal. Would you have anything, like, you know, in your head or anything you've got to plan on, kind of just feeling out about keeping this inspiration, keeping this motivation, or just the fact that the pain kind of reminds you is something that's going to keep you uh, on track like that? I think it's the pain because I, I don't ever want to go back to where I was. I don't ever want to feel that pain again. I want to make the rest of my life the best it can be. I mean, I've already lost so many years to pain. I'm afraid if I stop, it's going to come back, and I, I can't have that happen. I like who I am now, and I plan on just keep getting better. I feel like my story is just beginning. Pain's a hell of a motivator. Thank you. That really means a lot yeah, to me. It, it, it is. And, and do you feel like you're living in a way where you can just fully look ahead, or, you, or do you kind of look back every once in a while and, and see if the demon's still on your back, see if it's something you're going to struggle with in the future, or is it something that you're just – I'm not even looking back. I'm just looking ahead and full steam ahead. I do look back. I mean, it's hard not to some days. I mean, and think the worst part is there's some Facebook memories that always just come back to bite me every once in a while. I'm like, oh, yeah, that happened. But, I mean, it's it's more of a looking back to just see how far I've come and to know that I'm never going to go to that place again. I mean, I'm, I just I won't let myself go back to that place. I have the tools now, and thanks to Dallas and his program, I mean, I don't ever see the need why I would get back to that place. That's Looking a, forward is to me the only way to look. Well, I mean, that's healthy. That's really healthy, and, and I think that's, that's awesome. And uh, I just want to say Facebook memories should be illegal because yeah. <laughs> every, that every dumb phase of my life gets posted every day 20 years ago, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, some, I mean, some memories are great. Some are like, oh, I don't need to remind that. Thanks. Oh. Hey, you know what? If I ever commit a horrible crime, you can throw me in jail. <laughs> That's fine. But if you really want to torture me, just sit me down and read my old Facebook status updates from 2007. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's how you get God. me. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, I, I think we're going to properly wrap it up now. I'm sorry. I kind of uh, killed things a little early tonight. So uh, 
like I said, I'm <laughs> my my cable box is not plugged in, so uh, I was reading to me the wrong time. So I apologize for for cutting you off a little early, but. We always like to wrap up the show here with uh, Crystal Stewart as a staff writers of 24 uh, quote writers in her dungeon basement at all times uh-huh. and in 24 hours writing quotes and publishing quotes. And she brings us one lucky quote writer's work every here, every uh, week here on DDP radio and uh, sends us off with that. So Crystal, without any further ado, what have we got tonight to uh, inspire us into next week? So I can't really take credit for this. My brother, John Ray, who's another DDPer, um, he kind of directed me to this. So everybody can thank him for it. Um, perfection is not attainable. But if we chase perfection, we catch excellence. Vince Lombardi. Oh, I like oh. that. I- I love it, but I don't like John Ray trying to to, to move in on my territory of quote master <laughs> over here. Like he's my brother. I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that's an awesome one, and uh, I love uh, you know finishing off these shows with with a great quote like that that makes you think and inspires you and fuels up the tank to uh, to get another week under our belts. And uh, this is going to be a good week for all of us. I can feel it. And thank you, Jane, yeah. for coming on again a second time. Well, I've wrapped thank this you for up, but. Me. <laughs> we're excited to have you come back again soon and, and talk to us and uh, Crystal as always you're great at what you do and we appreciate you here you. Uh, at DDP Radio and uh, until next week my name is Michael Mullins broadcasting live from the Megaplex turn the lights out and uh, we are out of here have a great week stay inspired own your life keep moving forward checked it today man that was a great workout man the power bomb set up by Page oh! You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.